Welcome everyone, this is Russ Gausel, Chronicles of the End Times. So glad to be with you today as we begin our new series, God and You, The Divine Connection. There's a lot we could say about this, and I believe that we are to have a rich relationship with God. Many of us are settling for just enough. We have a belief system. We know that Jesus died on the cross for our sins. We accept that, and we believe that, and there we go. We're on our way. But that's just the door that opens. Jesus is the door, and he's opening it up to us. And he said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock, and if anyone comes and opens the door, I will come in and I will sup with him, meaning that he wants to fellowship with us. That was the whole idea of the garden, was for fellowship. Jesus went to the cross to restore that fellowship. We know it's an amazing sacrifice, one that we will really have eternity to really comprehend. And that love requires a greater relationship than just a belief system. I believe, well, I'm a Christian because I believe in the cross. I know that Jesus died for my sins. So how do we make our relationship tighter with God? How do we do that? There are a lot of examples in the Word of God that we can look to. And we're going to look at some of those in the coming weeks. And I guess the best place to start would be with David. There's a lot of talk about David. You've probably heard many sermons and teachings on David over the years, if you've been a Christian for any length of time. But what made him a man after God's own heart? What does that even mean? We know all the failings of David, and we're not going to go into that now. But we're going to talk about his relationship, how it started, what made him special to God, what made him pick David over all his brothers who were bigger and stronger, but what made the Lord choose the young boy David? And it's simple. It's the Word of God. We can say, what do you mean the Word of God? David knew the Word of God. He loved the Word of God. He wrote so much in Psalms, we can learn so much about David's heart in Psalms. Not every Psalm was written by David, but many were. It was all that he loved about life. We know it certainly wasn't external qualities that characterized David in this way. When God sent Samuel to anoint a new king among Jesse's sons, Samuel assessed the sons on the basis of their outward qualities. But the Lord said to Samuel, do not look on his appearance or the height of his stature, because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as a man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. He was seeking a man whose heart followed his heart. And he's still seeking those today. He's seeking you and me. One example kind of hit me the other day. We were talking about the Holy Spirit. We were just having a conversation about the gifts of the Spirit and the move of God. It was brought up, you don't need to be filled with the Holy Spirit to be saved. Well, that statement kind of bothered me. Of course, it's true. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is not required for salvation. That's not the point. It kind of encompasses a lot of things. It's kind of like the attitude, I guess, that was brought forth that bothered me. I have the baptism of the Holy Spirit. The Lord has used me in the gift of prophecy through the years, and I've really been blessed by it. I've been blessed by his comfort. I've been blessed by 
being able to pray in the Spirit, not just for myself, but for others, and have God intercede through me, it's been a privilege. And of course, like I said, that is a gift. It's a gift on top of a gift. The issue is not whether we speak in tongues or have, or if we have the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We all have the Holy Spirit. When we get saved, the Holy Spirit comes into our lives. Whether we are comfortable with believing in the baptism of the Holy Spirit is not the issue. To get close to God, we need the Word of God. We need the Bible. Why do we limit ourselves in our relationship with God? That's the thing that the Holy Spirit laid on my heart. Why do we do that? So we're satisfied with the bare minimum. It seems that way, right? We settle for, yeah, this is, this is it. This is the percentage that I can give God of my life. When in reality, God wants our whole life. And he understands we have work, we have families, we have obligations of all different types. But the priority has to be him. And that's why David was a man after God's own heart. And how did he get that way? It was through the Word of God. We can't get closer to our Heavenly Father without the Word of God. David loved the Word. That's how he could face Goliath. He knew who God was. Knowing who God was, he was able to pursue God. We can't pursue God without knowing who he is. We can pursue a lot of things in life people, jobs, opportunities, because we get familiar with them and we know what they are and we want them. But we can't really want God to that degree without knowing his word and knowing who he is. Between Genesis and Revelation, the Lord has given us so much of who he is. And that is the light that comes on. And when that light hits us, we want as much of God as we can possibly get. And I guess that's my point I'm trying to make. It's just a matter of why do we settle? The cross is the open door to the riches of God. Not only salvation, which obviously is without that we have nothing, but God is so much more than just saying, all right, let me cleanse you, come on in. He wants to have fellowship with us. God is so deep. He has so much to offer, and yet we hang around on the outside. Any relationship in this life, if you meet somebody for the first time, and even if it was a great time, and that's the only time you meet that person, the only time you talk to that person, that's not a relationship. A relationship is ongoing, and hopefully we all have those. We have someone that maybe is our best friend or whatever the case may be that we can talk with, we can counsel with. We can share our joys and our problems with. That's the relationship we need to have with our Heavenly Father, with the Lord Jesus Christ, through the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. So we're going to look at different people in the Bible through this series and find out how they got so close to God and why, what was the calling on their lives and what decisions they made that made them different than everybody else. And this is what you and I need. We need not just the bare minimum, but we need to have the hunger because the scripture clearly says those who hunger and thirst for righteousness will be filled. That's what we want. We want to be filled with whatever God wants to pour into us. And there's so much that he wants to say to us. There's so much he wants to teach us. The Holy Spirit is the great professor. He wrote the Bible. He wants to speak with us. He wants to teach us. He wants us to meditate on the word. 
And like David, we need to love the Word of God. At least 73 of the 150 Psalms are attributed to David. But this is not just a randomly compiled collection of songs by David and a few others. The 150 Psalms were intentionally organized following the Babylonian exile into five books. And these five books of Psalms were arranged to teach us some very important truths, largely centered on David and his relationship with God. Read through the Psalms. That's my encouragement to you today. And you will get some really intimate facts, insight into the Word of God and David's relationship that will inspire us to have that relationship. We can have it. David wasn't one of a kind. That's not the way it was supposed to be. It's just an example. We need to walk with the Lord and have all that God wants to give us, and he will bless us through it. This is Russ Galsel for Chronicles of the End Times. God bless. Keep looking up. The King is coming.